Welcome to episode 14. A decent weekend. Um, what did I do? I can't even remember. Oh yeah, just had a chilled one with the missus. Played some uh, Xbox. We're both gaming nerds, I suppose. So just did a bit of that. It was actually quite nice. Hmm. So first thing I say is. I know maybe some people were expecting the group podcast, right? We put a hold on that. And we put a hold on it um, basically because we decided that if it was just... It's gone through various little iterations of who's going to be on it. Um, The ideal scenario is that we have both Contact Coffee guys, me and Ben from HR4K on there. Um, And then if we can get someone from Stoic as well, that'd be mega... But the the absolute minimum we decided should be three people. So we nearly had, obviously I've said previously that Ben, because he's just moved house, uh, he's just, he's struggling to one, find the time and two, his internet connection is crap. He hasn't hasn't sorted that issue out yet because he's basically bought himself a house in the middle of nowhere. There's just fields around it. It's mega in Herefordshire countryside. It's like an old signalsman um, railway house. It's, I've been down there. It's mega. But he hasn't got all his internet and everything sorted yet. So he's sort of out until he sorts those problems. And running up to the weekend, we thought we were going to have both of the contact coffee lads on. And then something happened that meant that one of them couldn't be on. And then we decided that it was if it was just me and Luke, it would just be too interviewy in a way. It wouldn't be it, it's just better if we had that third person for a bit more uh I don't know, a bit more of an entertaining vibe. Because if you if it is that, that sort of one-on-one thing, it's too like a standard sort of podcast where you yeah, you're asking questions. And I, I would end up just talking to him about contact coffee. Um, and they've already had their 15 minutes out of me. Yeah. So we won't be doing that. So we'll hold off until we can get a decent sort of lineup of at least three people. But it'd be good when it happens. Um, yeah. So what I thought we would talk about today is just something I've noticed. And I th- I don't know if this is... I think I'm... I am do not think in any way that I am preaching to people who aren't converted here. But what I think is... It, I've seen... What I'm going to talk about is like the mainstream media. And... What I've sort of seen recently is 
more and more people realizing what I know that my, like my little group of people know this anyway. And I'm sure your group of people know this as well or have realized this. But I've seen more and more people who traditionally sort of trust. I mean, it's not even the mainstream media anymore, isn't it? And this is sort of the point I'm going to make. It's more like um, traditional more than anything else. It's like old media. Uh, but I've noticed more and more people who, who have trust, trusted that, trusted that. Um, I don't know, sort of openly comment and notice how it's getting. Uh, and I think a lot of it is the reaction to all this coronavirus thing and how it's become so openly negative. Now, it's a, it's a strange scenario, isn't it? Like, it's a... It comes down to, I've been thinking about it, it comes down to just a massive error on, and when I say, so I'm talking about traditional sort of TV news and print news, so newspapers, magazines, that sort of thing. This absolute failure on their part to to realise and move with the times as their sort of, there's just new media has come online. You know, it, it's all online now, isn't it? Um, and it, they've just com- they've completely failed to try. I know some of them have moved online, but there's just a failure there. And there's now, as, as we've seen with this, I mean, I'm sure most people will have seen something like this with journalists for newspapers sort of, Desperately trying to get you to support their newspapers. So, you know, please buy it. There's jobs, there's this, there's that. It's, it's, it's just really strange how it's, it seems to have come to the surface during this coronavirus thing. Um, and I apologize if you can hear Bodhi. He's on one today for some reason. He has these days where he's just, uh, he's just being a dick. Today's one of those days. Yeah, so I don't know. It's like it's. I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know how many people have been watching the briefings that the government have been giving. Now, I ain't go down a political route here. I could go. I could not give a fuck who you vote for. I do not care. You vote for who you want to vote for. That's entirely up to you. It's not a thing. Um, I. I I've always had friends who voted all over the place and have have views all over the place. And that, I think, is generally the best option you can do. Because even if you think a belief is wrong or you don't understand why they have that belief, it's still worth having them in your little bubble of... um, Yeah, just in your bubble. It's worth having them around you because you're probably wrong on some things. You might be right on some things. It's just you should have all sides represented. It's just a good idea. You know, I voted for all the major parties in my time. Uh, depending on what I thought was right at the time, you know. So I, I, at no point in this am I saying one thing against the other. Don't care. Not interested. Um. 
But what I've noticed in these briefings is it's it's so negative. Now, I absolutely believe that the government should be held to account. That's part of democracy, is to have a um an opposition and a journalistic class who root out and find what the truth is or as close as they can get to the truth in order to hold people doing their jobs to account. Well, I think the vibe generally in the country is sort of positive, you know. Um, even if you don't think the government have done it the right way, it's a surely it's more it's a better road to take to try and be positive about things in the moment until we're at the other side and then you can look at it and find out what's going on um and that doesn't discount the sort of holding to account thing but what i've seen in these briefings is just bollocks this desperation for some sort of ah got ya moment if you know what i mean um I'm not suggesting that the, the journalists should be supporting what the government is saying, but it seems to be quite a lot about them as an individual and making themselves look good. Now I don't I, I don't remember, like I'm 40 odd, so I'm not I'm middle-aged, I ain't super old, but I don't remember it being like that before. It seems to have got worse where there's like a cult of personality around journalists and the, the journalists seem to be celebrities or wanting to place themselves as celebrities, if you know what I mean. And I, I think that's dangerous because it introduces ego into what should be an objective thing. Like you get, obviously you get journalists from all political sides. You get that, that's fine. But you generally know that you're going to, oh, if, if I'm this party, then a newspaper that's from this party, and that, that they are all sort of sided certain ways, aren't they? But you, you generally know, I'm probably going to get a question like this from this guy, probably going to get a question like this from that guy. But at the moment, everything just seems to be negative. And it's, like I said, it's about, it seems to be more about trying to find holes in absolutely everything um yeah uh and it it's it's similar to like you know what social media is like at the moment so obviously the way this works is whether you're a newspaper or whether you are a tv program or whether you are a website or whatever you need eyes on your page, your whatever. You need eyes on your work, whatever you're putting out, in order that you can make money. You make money by your platform, whatever that is, whether it's a newspaper, TV, website, selling space to advertisers. You have to do that. Now, unfortunately, what people have worked out is that, I, and I realise I'm not saying anything new here, I ain't saying anything new at all. We're just having a chat about it. Um, I'm not pretending that I am some guru who's seen through all this bullshit. You know, I, everybody I know knows this. I'm just, we're just having a chat. Um, 
And unfortunately, the way it's worked, we now have this system where we've worked out that people like to see negative things. Now, when I say like to see negative things, I don't necessarily mean that they enjoy seeing negative things, but engagement with whatever that is. So if it's a newspaper, it's buying the newspaper. If it's TV, it's staying tuned into that channel. If it's a website, it's probably a click on a link or a visit to a page. It's all eyes on whatever you're putting out. And what we found is that that engagement there, what works is negativity, you know, because people like to argue. That's just how it is, whether it's saying they don't agree, whether it's sharing it and saying they do agree. Um, that's how that whole model works. So we're just, we're stuck in this downward spiral of just negative, 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 negative. Um, and that's negative. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. But the problem is that that whole thing just leads to a, a lowering of standards, particularly, and I'm talking like in the journalistic classes, if you want to call them that. Um, like it used to be the case, the improper journalism, whether it, no matter what side of the political spectrum it was going at, you used to have time. You used to be able to go, right, Steve, um, I reckon so-and-so is doing this. I've heard rumours about this. You need to go and look into that. And the guys would have, obviously they would have deadlines, but you were given time to go and find out what the truth was about that you know do some real research invest in it and at the end of it you would have your big exclusive report no matter so many pages or whatever you would have that and it might be you know it would then be picked up by various outlets and you could sell that shit moves too quick nowadays so they haven't got that there's no time. It's literally like attention span. I mean, there's various levels of attention span. You know, people watch podcasts for three hours or, you know, they have 15 minutes or five minutes or 15 seconds or whatever. Depends what you're talking about. But everything moves so quickly since the sort of, I mean, do you remember when 24-hour news channels weren't a thing? Fucking insane. That, that, they used to, you know, you used to wait for the news at six o'clock or 10 o'clock. And that's how you got your news. It's fucking mental. Yeah. So everything moves too quickly. And it's a fight to be first. It's a fight to get those eyes on your thing first. So this sort of long game of having a bit of rope to go, okay, come back to me in fucking however long with a good story that's, as far as you can tell, the truth. It doesn't matter now. It does not matter. All that matters is being first doesn't even matter if it's true anymore. And obviously there's levels of this. You know, you would expect someone from a blog or some, well, this is, this is what's weird about it. You would traditionally expect someone from a smaller publication or a smaller outlet or, you know, whatever, to have less skills maybe, because if they had skills, they'd be working for a proper paper or a proper news outlet. None of that exists anymore. You know what I mean? You, I could go and do some research and I could break a story myself. And as long as I can get it in front of the right person who goes, okay, boom, share it. 
and share it and share it and share it, I could be that person and I've got no journalistic skills whatsoever. So, yeah, that it's like the people who, because they've got no time and because it's they're under pressure and because of all the things I've said, this cult of personality as well and wanting to be, I think, to want to be separate from an organisation. I'm talking about like, you know, then not necessarily news readers, but these these the journalists you see asking questions in the uh, in the government um, briefing they do every night. Those people, that sort of pack, they've had to. I'm not saying that these people don't have journalistic skills. I'm not saying that they're not good at their job. I'm saying the zeitgeist has changed. The way it all works has changed. So they they don't. They've come down to the level of crap sharing, you know, just clickbait nonsense sometimes. You know, it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter if it's true as long as it's first. Because you can always go, Oh, we've we've issued a retraction about that. But no one sees that retraction because they're on this news now, because it's 15 minutes hence and there's a new story. Ah, man. Yeah. I made some, like, when you see me looking over here, I make notes on my screen to try and guide my rambling. Um, I think I pretty much covered most of that stuff. Uh, But, yeah, and then, so that's the sort of, that's the journalistic side of it. What you would see as being the official, like I said, this sort of traditional media. I just part of me feels sorry for them. I think you've always got to try and look at things from a, a human angle. I, I'm sure most of them, somewhere in their being, hate this. They hate the fact that they've turned into these sort of magazines in a way, this sort of tabloid. These like proper respected, been around for ages publications. Um have sort of been destroyed by the new, what the new reality is. And I've had to come down to this level of, you know, not being worth what you're paying for. And they're going to die. This, there's no way around that. Newspapers are going to die. They'll be like a... Well, it, they will die because people aren't buying them in enough numbers. And you can, you can go wherever some people will do it for a novelty. Doesn't matter. There's there's not enough people buying as a novelty to keep paying the wages, so they'll they'll go. Same with TV. Who watches? I mean, I don't know. I don't know many people that watch that sit down in front of a TV anymore and go, oh, it's uh, such and such o'clock. I'm going to watch this program. It's not a thing. You know, you see why the BBC are having so many problems trying to keep people paying the license fee. Yeah. Um, and that's the interest the BBC is an interesting one while we're talking about partisan stuff I think the BBC is a very interesting one because everybody thinks the BBC is biased right everybody and I mean when I say everybody I mean either side of the political spectrum so currently me and my missus are very different politically complete opposites 
like I say, I voted for everyone in my time, but where I am currently, based on what I think is right in the world and whatever, I am the I'm over here, or maybe over here. Which side am I? We're we're completely opposite, but we both would say the BBC is biased towards the other side. Now that is very interesting, isn't it? Because all that is showing you, because, as I say, people aren't watching the TV. People are getting their news stories via links, via websites, and via people sharing stuff. Where do people share stuff generally? Fucking Facebook. Who are obviously making millions and millions and millions and millions or whatever off our negativity of going, well, such stuff shared this, well, that's bollocks, whatever, whatever, type. And we just go down the rabbit hole, which can be fun sometimes. I honestly, myself, don't do it, but I know my missus does. My missus has it as a pastime to argue with people. That's partially because she's autistic and she doesn't like things to be wrong. Her version of wrong or whatever. You know what I mean? She goes down the rabbit hole and she enjoys it. But all that it's it all that is proving is these echo chambers that we've put ourselves in on places like Facebook where we're only friends with people from a certain uh background sometimes. You end up where oh I've blocked that person. I didn't like what they were posting. Um, I think that's a dangerous game, you know, because the reason um, you're, you think that, as the BBC is an example, that they're biased towards your against your political viewpoints is because they're the only stories that you're seeing. You know, the algorithm and the people who are sharing within your your peer group or whatever, that's the only stuff you're seeing. You know what I mean? You start going down those rabbit holes, you end up seeing only one side of it. It's very difficult. So I've I I consciously fight against it. I don't block people on on Facebook. I have to be honest. If I didn't have the business, I would not be on Facebook because I fucking hate it. But I have to be for the business. And unfortunately, I've, I've explained previously my nightmare about being on social media. I hate it. But I also have to have eyes on everything because I have to see what's going on because that's my viewpoint out onto my customers and what's happening. Um, but yeah, I don't. I've had friends from all over the political spectrum and beliefs and whatever you know, religious people, non-religious people, every all over the place, deliberately so. And I don't block them, even if I read things. I mean, I've got two very, very, very old friends at the moment who every single thing they post and have been for like the past sort of year and a half, I'm like, fuck's sake. Um, but I keep them there because they keep me thinking, you know, and I don't just go, I don't just dismiss me and go, fuck's sake, but I'll read what they've, they've shared or what they've posted or whatever. And I think about it and then I go, fuck's sake. Because you, you do, you can't afford to, get into this little echo chamber where you're always right and the only th- opinions you ever hear are people on your side. I don't know. It's a, that's a dangerous game in itself, isn't it? Getting into a side, thinking about your like your political views or your worldviews or whatever as being your team and your side. Because once you get like that, it gets tribal. And we're tribal people naturally. So it's... You're just you're making problems for yourself massively there. It shouldn't be about winning. It should be about listening to everything 
and trying to find out what the truth is. Um, and that's increasingly difficult as we this whole chat, which now has been going on for nearly 25 minutes. I can't wait to listen back to this one. It must be well ranty. Because that's what I do. As I'm editing, I listen back and work out if I'm going to put it out. But we can probably start to wrap up and just say that I think you've got to fight it. You've got to really try and listen to what's around you. So listen to what's happening on the street. That's not me being cool, talking about being on the street, you know. But the media at the moment would have you think, and I recognise that there's issues of what's going on, but the media at the moment would have you think that everything is super negative and you should be petrified and there's panic everywhere and there's problems wherever you turn. I don't see that. Now, that's me personally. Maybe you do. I don't see it. I see people generally screwing the nut and staying in. I've seen a few bellends, but we have to have bellends to remind us not to be a fucking bellend. I don't see panic, don't see bad vibes. I see the British people being the British people and having common sense, good humour, and in some really strange, perverted way, sort of enjoying a crisis. Or we like things that bring us together and go... We can deal with this. It's our national character. Um, yeah. So I would, I would encourage everybody to try and see all sides and listen to people you don't agree with. And when you see a new story, obviously, I, I guarantee you, I, you all do this anyway because you're not idiots. You know, look where it's come from. Look who's posted it. Look who owns that company. It's real basic stuff, isn't it? It's real basic sort of intelligence gathering stuff. What's the source? Where's it come from? Who paid for that? What agendas it got? You know. But I'm sure there's some people who, who listen to this or know people that don't do this. Maybe I'm just pretending that everyone does this. Yeah. Disappointing though, isn't it? I remember a time when the person reading the news was just a body reading the news. Yeah. Anyway. See, I should have done this with more people, shouldn't I? This would have been a perfect one to do with not just me. It always seems like I'm just ranting. Like, you're like some uh, guy on the podium going, ah, that's what I'm saying. Anyway. What are we on? Nearly 25 minutes. 10 to 3 on a Monday. I am going to... Finish this, edit it, and then I'm going to go and play on uh, Doom, which hopefully we should have downloaded by the time I've done this. Yeah, it's Monday. It's like it's Easter weekend, isn't it? So I'm, I'm giving myself a bit of a chill time. We're not working so hard this weekend. So I've been doing lots of Xbox. So that's what I'm going to go and do. I hope you're having a good time. Hope everybody's okay. Stay safe. I think the end's in sight. It's a fucking long way off, but you can see it. 
Have a good one. See you soon.